do it. Hello, welcome to Day One Patch Podcast, episode 259. Unfortunately, Adriano had some complications with his teeth removal, and he's no longer with us. Yeah, that's unfortunate. <laughs> so I just stole all of his board games. Just took every single board game he has. You want all those? Huh? You want all those? No, I just pawned them off. That is, that would be quite a bit of money, though, eh? Well, it depends, right? It'd be like, because the thing nah, is, you gotta, like, you got to fix your mic there. I can't, what do you mean? I can't see you. Uh, you can't see me, but this is, otherwise, this is going to sag. This is functionally no, no, fine, but bring, so bring the thing down and turn the mic to the left. What do you, bring what thing down? Bring the whole thing down. I don't know how to do that. You do that, that thing, right? Yeah. No, see, this is just going to be uncomfortable now. Hmm? And, and now there's going to be a bunch of noises on the. Uh, they don't care. They understand. This doesn't work. They watch our Twitch stream. And this doesn't work. There you go. Ow! It doesn't work. <laughs> Pinch myself. <laughs> you live and learn, Matt. See, why, why didn't you do... See, look at this. Now this is too now, low. Now turn the thing no, to the No, now it's left. too low, so I just got to go back up. Now this is broken. <laughs> like, look what you did. Look at this. Now there's no pop uh, filter. Just hold your mic like a stand-up comedian. No, no. Okay, what we're going to do is this. We're going to come in from the side. That's what I was trying to tell you no. to do. Okay, now wait. Hang on a minute here. We got to keep this like this. You do this. Okay. <laughs> Then you tighten this <laughs> so that it hopefully holds. And then you fix this damn thing. This is the most ridiculous intro to a podcast. That's what the fans want, man. They want they want the realness. I want the realness. I still can't see you. Because that thing has to go on the bottom. T- turn the, thing? the pop filter. The oh, arm. there we go. That, this is good, right? I can see you, right? <laughs> can you see me? It's ridiculous, but all no, right. What do you mean? It's, I guess it's better. There you go. No, see, now, now it's not. Look at Look what you're doing here. <laughs> I'm not doing you said. I had it all set up. It was all set, set up, up actually for once. I had it all nice. It was like all fine. I, got, I pinched my hand, broke the pop filter, <laughs> made a bunch of noise. I didn't get to tell my story about how I stole all of Adriano's possessions and <laughs> stole them or insulted them. But I don't think, I don't know how well board games would do secondhand due to the fear, even though you would say that they're incomplete, due to the fear that they're not. I agree, but I just mean like you would essentially inherit. Hundreds of dollars of board games. Yes. Not that you would have an extra value of hundreds of dollars of board games. No, yes. Yeah. And, and, and Adrian's probably meticulous. He's probably got all his stuff. I'm sure he has it all, but I mean, it's just the it's the buyer's problem. Like, they, they would be afraid. The last puzzle I bought at, at that toy show um, yeah. was missing a couple pieces. I mean, admittedly, it was from like the 60s or 70s. It was 40 years old, yeah. Yeah, so like, Jesus. <laughs> but the one I bought uh, the other time, that had all the pieces. That there you cool. go. Yep. All right, uh, this is episode 259. I'm your host, Ryan Johnson, Matt Lawrence. Um, top stories include Ninja making his way to uh, Mixer. Heck yeah. Pretty big news. Um, Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo will start disclosing loot box odds. Rocket League is ditching loot boxes. Uh, the controversy over um, Rockstar's work uh, habits is uh, apparently getting better. And uh, Take-Two posts $299 million in profits thanks to GTA, GTA Online and Red Dead Online. And I lost my pop filter again. Because you got to put it on the bottom. That's so outrageous. Oh, you don't even need it. It's not It's not going uh, to... How many P's you plan on saying uh, uh, you'd be during surprised. this episode? I yell all the time. And okay. now I'm bumping the mic. Okay, Matt. Look at this. Take the thing and put it... Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can I come over there and fix it? Yeah, please do. Yeah, please. Tell a joke to the audience. Tell a joke. So one time, I had my microphone all set up. And then Ryan goes, just turn that thing there and make sure it's the right way around. So look what you're doing to me. Now you're going to poke me in the gut? <laughs> I had it all set up. It was, it was perfect. No, it was perfect. I just couldn't see you, but it was perfect. It was functionally fine. We should have, I should have CG, CG, CGI'd you in front of me. All right, how's that? There That's you right. go. Yeah, See? There you go. Jeez. But anyway, what were you talking about? Well, we were about to jump into the the, the big story, like the first story, rather. No. We, oh no, we, we missed the. Oh, what? What are we new? doing? What's what are we new, doing? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Matt. We did a hell of a lot of seventy six. We have been doing a lot of seventy six. We did like we had to do that uh, meet week event. Yeah. And so you guys got the outfit. So there's like the bloody outfit, the bloody hat, and then there's like the the black clean hat, chef's hat. And you had, you got two of them, and you couldn't trade it to me because it's listed as an atomic shop item in the inventory. So I had to keep playing, and I had to play like a whole day with you, mm-hmm. and I still didn't get it. You actually left. I did a couple more rounds, and I ended up getting it. Um, got a lot of script from that, though, which was good. Got a lot of experience. So, I mean, it was worth it. 
I like the fact that it was every hour on the hour across all servers because it kind of brought everyone together. Everyone knew when it was. Even though it's kind of like a dull event, like you don't really do much when you're there. No, but it's a good starting point. Like I think that the timed things like that are a cool idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it felt more like just like a thing you can choose to run. Yes. When they say it happens on the hour, you know. You know when it is. And that creates more demand to go do it. Exactly. Like otherwise, you're just like, man, I better server hop, or like, I wonder when if it, this event's gonna show up. Mm-hmm. But like, there's, it takes the lottery out of it. It's just like, no, this event will be here at the top of the hour. Yeah. So that was really good. I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of a lot of legendaries that I ended up scrapping as they were lower, and a bunch of stuff to do. Weird thing about that game. So we're kind of playing it half like a, quite a bit, like we said. And so I'm like, okay, I kind of want to learn a little bit of the meta. I don't want to get super super into it, but I want to learn a bit of it. So I thought, okay, I'm going to go and try to figure out what... People have these weapons that just melt people. And so I said, okay, I got two of them. I got one really good melee, one really good big gun, like this Gatling laser. I got two of them, actually. So I thought to myself, I'm like, okay, well, I always get these legendaries, and I don't know what's the good effects, really, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like, some of them are obviously good, but I don't know what the good combo, I guess, is. So, like, what should I be looking for? <coughs> Look it up on YouTube. Can't seem to find anything... I uh, just tried to look up weapons. Can't really seem to find anything. I was trying to figure out what good armor to wear. Like, power armors make sense. Like, power armor's easy. There's not a million sets, right? Yeah. Um, couldn't find anything on, like, the regular armor is what I'm talking about. Couldn't really find anything on the regular armor. And, like, everyone seems to have the same build, which is weird. Like, I don't know where they're getting this meta from. Unless I'm supposed to be looking at websites for builds, and then they tell me what weapon to get. But I can't seem to get, like... Everyone always seems to be using two-shot explosive. I can't seem to get that. I have a couple explosive guns, and they don't really do that well, which is weird. Like, And they sell for a bunch. Like, People are selling the same ones I have for thousands of caps, but they're not that good. Like, I, I've, I've bought them before to see, and one, they're not good. One thing I've noticed that people do um, on Twitch when they're fighting the, the Scorch Beast Queen is they'll have like a, a bleeding weapon. Yeah. Or what, I think it was what they called. That, I, have, that does, I, have, I have that one, yeah. That's the one that does more damage the lower your health, right? Yes. Um, and so they'll, like, they'll get ratted up a bunch until their health is really low. Yeah. And then they'll have that perk on where you can, like, dodge bullets when your health is low. And then they'll have that gun that does extra damage when your health is low. And so they run into battle like that. It's crazy. And that way, when they heal, it doesn't it doesn't overheal oh, because, past the level because the, the radiation is keeping there. the maximum health down. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And they all seem to have like that extra high jumping perk on too. Which I've never seen actually, so I'm not sure how they're doing yeah, that. Yeah, I, I actually think that's actually a, a mutation. Oh, okay. And so you can actually find them at quite a few player shops. It's reasonably rare. I'd say it's about moderately rare. But there are like a it's it, I I believe that's one of the the um I don't know if it's the speed one or what it is, but I think it is one of the mutations. Because mm. I just started looking at those, just kind of started touching on those now. The thing is, is that each mutation, or so far from what I've seen on the wiki, does have a negative effect attached to it. Mm-hmm. And so I think with the one that we need, and I'm pulling this from memory so I could be wrong, is that I believe it's 20% more food and water need. Like you'll like the you'll be thirsty 20% faster and hungry 20% faster. Why do you need that one, though? No, like that that is a side effect of having oh, this other perk. The jump one? Yeah. So... I mean, for for better or worse, I don't know. I mean, like these I mean, people are running into the Scorch Beast Queen area with no uh, power armor on and just, just firing away, not getting hurt. See, this is one of these things that, that happens in MMOs where I have a problem with doing stuff like this, and it's because it's unrealistic. It's like what I should be doing is suiting up more. Mm-hmm. I'm going into this really crazy area. I should be putting on a rad suit of some sort. I should be putting on a putting on a set of but they've found some way around the gameplay yeah and then yeah. everyone and then it's but it's so good that everyone does it and yeah. then it's like and then i think the developers feel like they shouldn't take it away because so many people are using it and, and they develop and they and these people developed a method like it's not like they cheated yeah they developed a method and so now, now it feels cheap now it's just like well i guess i'll just do what everyone else does or be literally like like 100 worse right which is which sucks so i, I don't I don't know. I don't know what to do about my my guns. Or my I noticed armor. that some people just keep running the the Scorch Beast Queen. I think we need to start doing that a little like more. Like just do nukes and then yeah, yeah. But I need some supplies. <laughs> I need a lot of supplies. What do you mean? Just ammo and 
stuff. I always keep that stuff up. Like, I literally had so much junk the other day. Like I told you, I, I spent... Like, when I joined the server, I was like, man, I got to freaking sell some yeah, of this. Yeah, but just last time I went through that, I was running out of supplies. Like, what do you mean, though? Like, what do you... Like, ammo. I was running out of ammo you, for my you're, guns. Because you're with me, though. Like, you're with me running around with me. Yeah. Do you not have, like, a bunch of junk to make ammo, though? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I, I do I, all the time. I do, but it's not enough. It's I, not I, enough. I, I fly through ammo, yeah. Jesus, what are you doing? Shooting. I use a melee weapon more, more most of the time. That's what you do, yeah. I, I'm, I'm using guns, though. Because you have a really good melee weapon, though. I have the one that I should have, yeah. according to these builds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything else, Matt? Days gone, actually. Um, so I just checked. I don't have that trophy for the, the nitrous and the drifting. So I never got that either. I don't have that, um, but I did see that there's a nitrous upgrade if I get to level three in Diamond Lake, which mm. is Captain Things. So... Um, I don't want to spoil. If I recall, my bike was fully upgraded. I don't know. I don't know how much I should. I can spoil. You know. Okay, I'm putting up a spoiler alert now because I'm I don't think start, anyone cares about. Days I'm gonna start. To, well, I, I've said the name of a camp, but I didn't say what happens and stuff. So, yeah. but like, um, so I'm putting up a spoiler alert now. So basically, um, I've completed. So last night, so I'm basically trying to get the trophy. So I beat the game or the the platinum trophies. I beat the game. There's actually a lot of story missions left, and I don't know. Are you gonna go back to it? There was that I only had a handful when it wasn't really like story missions. It was just kind of like go talk to Boozer again or something like that. No, no, like, like like they show up. Oh, I didn't see that. No. So like I was playing for like an hour or two, and then um, this is a major spoiler. O'Brien called me and said, "You have to come meet me." Oh yeah, I got that one. Yeah. Did I you go meet one. him? Yeah. And he's uh, infected. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's actually like something I was like, oh fuck. Now I have a question about that. I don't know what he means by the uh, the higher ups knew, and I just thought I'd warn you. Does that mean we're all infected, or is Nero infected with a strain that they're controlling? We're the Walking Dead. Like, why did he just get onto the? You know what I'm trying to say? It's like, wouldn't Nero be like, "Fuck, you can't allow O'Brien back. He's all screwed up." I think, from what I can tell, was it was it Nero trying to develop like some sort of super soldier type of deal? Well, there's, I would assume, but like, and so are they still doing that? Maybe, but then who the hell is there to kill? O'Brien was fine. He was he was an intelligent, conscious, infected guy. Intelligent, but like really screwed up. Like he he seemed Physically. to be like he seemed to be in pain. Oh, like he was like at one point, like he was like, oh, he's all <laughs> fucked up. Well, I don't know, but it appears that everyone in the camps are not infected. No, because they've been living there for a couple years now. Correct, and not infected. No one's infected. so someone is infecting humans. All right, and that's why the higher ups were so like hush hush. And then they said, then he said something like, "They're coming for you." For Deacon Saint John, like for you, as in like the drifters, like the drifters and the, the survivors, like they're coming, and there's nothing you could do to stop it. Mm. Now, but the thing is, is I don't know whether that means like I'm pulling this from memory, so like I might want to rewatch that cutscene, but. I don't know whether that means that Nero is coming, like for like they're gonna now they have super soldiers they're gonna take over everything. Whether or not that means they're coming for like the survivors because they're healthy and they need like some like people to test on or something I don't know, or whether that means they're going to like just like literally so, wipe everything out yeah like, is, freaks is, and everything is Nero not interested in like restoring the world. Or now that there's the question. Now they that they're only they're the only major force in the world. It's like, or I guess the United States at least. You know, maybe they have interest in not restoring the world because they're they're in control now. Well, they're th at the top. Did you hear? Did you hear Radio Free Oregon right after? <laughs> no, I don't. He was I saying that, that the, the Fed. He for some reason he's like the Feds are coming for us, and he's like, and we're fucking ready. And I was like, oh shit, like shit's going but down. He's been saying stuff like that the whole time. But like it was weird. He was like talking about how he saw the choppers, and then they disappeared, and then he saw one more recently, but it was like just one or whatever. Like they were less. But the, and then he said he said the Feds are coming for us, and it's time for us to like hold our ground or something. You know. But he does crap, he but, does comment on the choppers throughout the game as well. Though. Yes. So I'm not sure if he knows something. But he's, like, he's just always been afraid of the feds. Well, he always says, like, if you saw them, like, don't don't associate with them, don't ally with them. Yeah. You know, and he said, oh, one of you guys is allied with them. But the thing <laughs> is, is, is like, this time it seemed very, like, direct. Like, they are coming for us. Get ready. Mm. It's like, how the hell would he know? Yeah. So I'm excited for a sequel, honestly. Like, this is kind of sequel material. I haven't, I haven't gone and talked to the rest of the camp. Like, I have two yeah. more story missions, but... As far as I can tell, I think it sold well from what I saw just, like, them posting, like, oh, we're... The user reviews were good. 
Yeah, so I, I imagine it will get a sequel. Because people said, like, what type of story were you expecting? Like, that was one of the things is, and I think this well, was... I think it's because of the other first-party Sony titles right. are so known for their story Yeah, that this was a bit of a letdown compared to those ones. Like, even Spider-Man was pretty good. Do you know what I mean? The, th- the thing is, to me, though, is, like, with Spider-Man, it has, like, a track to follow. And all they need to do is hit the beats well and present the beats well. But with Spider-Man, it's always, like, the same sort of thing. It's like, oh, a villain, and now there's villains. You know what I mean? Like, it's always, like, the same. Whereas with a zombie game, if it was this was just a zombie game... It would have been like, okay, this is like pretty standard story. Mm-hmm. But the the fact that this game, the fact that this game, I, I would actually blame it on the promotion, on the promos. Because but, I noticed that whenever they talked about the game, they hyped it up really high. Mm-hmm. And I think I watched one or two interviews and I was like, this game's getting too hyped. I'm going to stop because I'm going to get too hyped, think it's going to be too good and it's going to let me down. Game Informer had that 45 minute playthrough like a year before the game release. I watched that. Oh, nuts. That that's the intro with Boozer, yeah, yeah. That's the, but that that makes sense. But you have to admit, like the the writing's bad, hilarious. The bad, acting though. is bad. Well, that was the thing. I'd is, say like the only good actor in that was like Ricky. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> everyone else was generally pretty bad. Iron Mike was okay. Yeah, he he was all right. Yeah, because Iron Mike is kind of like like he's like that kind of dude where he's kind of like he's yeah really moral and shit. Yeah, Carlos was okay too. Actually, Carlos was, was pretty. Who's Carlos? Carlos is the Ripper guy. His name is Jesse, technically. He used to run with the with the Oh, with but the he was just like a typical kind of bad guy. That's not hard to act, I don't think. Right? But he was crazy. He was a cult leader. He was crazy. Yeah. And he had those sermons and he was crazy. Yeah. Um Boozer is fantastic. Boozer's bad. Boozer's real bad. <laughs> if there's a statue of Boozer at Fan Expo, I'm buying that. It's <laughs> Boozer is think, hilarious. I don't think there's going to be a statue of Boozer. My favorite. I, I, I told. You, <laughs> <laughs> I told you that I, my favorite mission in the game was. So actually, really brief aside. Last week, we I was discussing how stupid like the military camp was uh, like a couple weeks ago, and I, I hated the writing. But at some point, I was like, you know what? This is just a dumb story, and I'm just going to embrace this like an old like 80s 90s movie, where I'm just going to say like this is a. A dumb story, like it's competent enough, <laughs> but it's like it's not like a Shakespearean like, mm-hmm. masterpiece. But one of my favorite things was, was my story got interrupted briefly by me driving out pretty far actually from um from the military camp to go to that radio tower to call up Boozer. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. All right. Um what have I been doing, Matt? Playing Days Gone and getting that trophy. No, I haven't, I haven't booted up Days Gone. Been doing the updates. Um, I've been doing the 76. Uh, I finished uh, Wolfenstein. Oh, wow. The the New Order? First the, fir- the, the first, the first, first of the newer ones. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty good, and I downloaded the second one. Um, okay. So I want to play through that, but I got this big mess behind me right now. So... I heard that second. I heard that that new one with the twins is terrible. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I didn't um, buy that. It's pretty sad. The only the only positive is I think it's just like a I think it's like um, uh, a Far Cry New Dawn type of deal where it's just like a bare bones kind of side thing they made. Well, I want to know what it, what they between, mean by terrible. In between like, the main releases, I mean, like, do they mean the gameplay is terrible? Like, I haven't seen what they <laughs> what they said is terrible. I've only said had, seen headlines. I but. think it's kind of like a shared world. Well, not a shared world shooter, but like a co op shooter, kind of like Borderlands. Something something to that effect, or like that the division bad. or something. But it's just it's only co op, and you like run these missions and you do different things, and you go back to the base, and then you choose another mission, you go do that. It's something like that. Yeah, I'm out. Apparently, it's not good. Yeah, so definitely out on that. Yeah. But the second one. Got a, got really good reviews. What about the expansion? The, the old blood. Old blood. I had yeah. that downloaded too, but I haven't started it. I I I bought them on the that QuakeCon sale or whatever. The amazing sale, by the way. Yeah, so I, I, I bought a ton of stuff. I bought Fallout Three because I only have the disc, so I bought Fallout Three, the complete whatever edition, and then I bought um, Fallout Three, uh, the that first the first of the new Wolfenstein's and Old Blood, and then I just that was enough for me because I'm like the chances of me even getting through these are probably slim, but. <laughs> a good price and then um that's it bought another, bought another home pod yeah that's outrageous <laughs> it's like 500 dollars almost 400 it's still ridiculous <laughs> wait 400 canadian yeah it's still ridiculous 
<laughs> I want a stereo. No. All right, let's hop into the stories. Um, the big news uh, of the last couple of weeks um, was Ninja leaving Twitch for Mixer for uh, Microsoft's Mixer. This comes to us from The Verge. Tyler Ninja Belvins. Blevins? Blevins. So he was the biggest name in Fortnite and probably the most popular on Twitch. He was a big boy, that's for sure. The PewDiePie of Twitch. He was pretty big. Um, so yeah, he left uh, left Twitch to stream exclusively on Mixer. And this came with like a video that he like released called The Next Chapter or something like that. Uh, anyway, how do you feel about this move? It's interesting. Um, I learned some interesting things about Twitch. About Twitch, yeah. So, like, I'm listening. Uh, now, my source is the H3 podcast, and I'm also pulling this from memory. So, but like, apparent, like, so, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm like, please fact check before you like start accusing Twitch of stuff. But the thing is, is like, so from what I've gathered from the H3 podcast was that when you're at that level, like Ninja was, whether that's a partner or even above that, maybe there's some sort of rank. I'm not sure, but he, you know, you're high up in Twitch. They'll actually like talk to you about stuff and they'll be like, well, we'd actually like you, you know, you normally stream seven hours average or whatever, but you only did six this month average. We'd like you back at seven. We're going to have to take some money away per view or like whatever the, yeah, like per sub or whatever the, whatever the, uh, the unit of measure is on Twitch. And so I always thought that was strange as I thought it, I thought that it would always be that you, you know, you'd reach a certain point And so you'd have like a support person that you would talk to because if you have a problem, you know, you need to be live. Mm-hmm. But I never thought it would, they could do that with, like, it, it almost sounds like each person's getting paid differently per, like, sub or per view or whatever it is. Like, whatever the, like, again, whatever the unit of measure is on Twitch. Yeah. But that's that's very strange to me. Like, I, I, I never thought they would, I never thought they could or would do that. And then I was also told that they removed, I saw at first that they removed his verified, like, they removed Ninja's verified uh, check mark or whatever immediately. That's weird. And they removed his sub button. And then the H3 guy was telling me that, they did that to them because they started streaming on YouTube. Mm. They went back and they did that just so that they ha- would have to re-sign up to get his money because they'll hold your money hostage Wow, that you have like left down Twitch. Yeah. So apparently they're just being like petty AF as the kids would so say. So the streaming thing, I also I heard that as well through like people on Twitter saying that um, sometimes it's like if you just want to take a vacation, it's like you're going to lose your, your income. You know, even if you take like two days off or something, but lose, see, I don't, I don't, I don't that, get that days. because it, it, you're supposed to be being paid per month via the subs. So like when you leave, like, why aren't you, why isn't it just, cause like Tim was saying that like he stopped streaming for a while and some of the subs that he had were continuing and he was still being paid that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the questions is why is it that? Like, why, why is it that when you get bigger, like, do they touch those subs? Or are they talking about something else? Like, is it like a share of the donations? And so maybe the subs is standard? Because you know what I'm trying to say, right? It's like, it's very strange for like one streamer, let's say, to make, like every sub is $5 a month, let's say. It's very strange for one streamer to make 70% of that. And the other streamer, who's at the same, like, you know, tier, let's say, only gets paid 40%. That, that's weird to me. But it could be something else, like the well, dynamic income, like the like the donations or I would, something. I would have to imagine that like that money goes to Twitch, and then, then then they pay the streamer. Probably, yeah. Right. So maybe somewhere they are allowed to control the bits, maybe the money. But like, so if you take a vacation, because like 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 what Tim said, he left for a while, mm-hmm. and then he was still getting that income like a residual. So would they literally receive nothing? And that's also a question too. Is are these people making more money from bits and or donations? And right. if they are, yes, you're going to lose your you're going to lose your income because no one's going to pay you for not being there. Right. That doesn't make any sense. But if if Twitch is doing this thing where they say, and I'm speculating, if they do this thing where they say, okay, this guy gets this much per per sub, this guy gets a, a different amount per sub, and they're in the same tier, mm-hmm. that's strange to me. Like, that almost seems unfair, but I guess it's, like, a business dealing? I don't know. That's weird. Like, oh, you didn't you didn't stream enough. Like, you're going to pay you less. Like, what? What kind of crap is that? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's very strange. But uh, I would imagine that his move to Mixer is giving him a lot more freedom. I'm sure because he's new and... And they probably, just, they probably paid him a huge chunk of change just to go exclusively to Mixer. I was speculating whether it's, like, he got paid to switch or whether he was given something, like, Hey, we won't take a share. 
for like the first year, and so you just get everything that you get. I think he got paid. I think Microsoft's the kind of company that'd be like, "We're going to pay you." Here's a ten million dollar deal. For the I, next, I was thinking, I the was next thinking, five years, you're exclusively on Mixer or something like that. Oh, I thought it was going to be a million a month for a year. They, they'd probably give him some big signing bonus, I think. But there would be minimum requirements of like, we want you to at least stream, like you know, certain, certain amount. amount, yeah. Per Which month. should probably be within his normal amount anyway, because mm-hmm. he he already streams so much that you can't really ask more of him. Yeah. Because he goes to events and such. And it did seem to work out for him because he had more Twitch. And now this was his big debut on Mixer, so obviously it's going to be inflated above his average right um uh but he he had more viewers on mixer the first time than he did on twitch what's interesting about that is is that mixer is and like a million subs i think it was well like are, are subs di- are the subs the same as twitch i don't or? know how they work on mixer but i know that when i when i went to his oh, he wasn't live but i went to his like stream page at the time it was something like claim your claim like a one month sub for free and so I wonder if that that was a part of the deal too, where he was like, I like because right now or on Twitch he was making a lot of his money from the Twitch Prime, mm-hmm. and so that would be the equivalent of at least one month of Twitch Prime. I wonder if like they offered that because there's no Twitch Prime thing on Mixer as far as I I know. Yeah. So like I wonder how many subs he's gonna have after that free month, because people would go there, get their free month, and just give it to him, right? Because it's free. Or maybe the maybe the jargon's different too. Maybe a subscriber is simply like. Look at what it is on YouTube. Well, I'm where pretty sure where you're not paying money, but you're just following. Well, I know for sure when I when I like I said when I was on his page, it said one free sub, one free sub this month, mm-hmm. like one free month. Okay, sub. So, yeah. Anyway, this is uh, what Ninja had to say. He said, "I've been holding on to this for quite some time, and I'm just uh, super excited to let everyone know I'll be streaming on Mixer full time now. And I'm honestly at a loss for words. I'm freaking out in the best ways. I feel like I'm going uh, going to get back to the the streaming roots." He goes on to say that his streams will be the exact same, so don't expect Ninja to go away from Fortnite anytime soon. There you go. It'd be great, though, if they were like, you know, we want you to stream Gears of War 5, please. Jeez, yeah. (laughs) Gears of War 5 (laughs) only. And, like, where's your Halo content, buddy? We we do Forza on Friday. Yeah, Forza Fridays. (laughs) One of the questions is is that is I wonder if they're going to try to get Ninja's sort of gang over. Like Tim the Tatman and all those guys, all those fellas. Apparently, they had hired some other guy from Twitch to stream exclusively. Uh, I can't remember his name, but yeah, I think I think they're doing this now because Mixer, I guess, wasn't doing too great, and so they need they need they need to start getting talent over on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Microsoft has the change to do it, so yeah, that's what they're doing. When I was on there, I I kind of poked around, and it was kind of late, so there wasn't many people on. But I was kind of just poking around Fallout 76 and other things. And there's like a whole bunch of engagement stuff. There was these, I have a bunch of these like lightning bolt things. It's mm-hmm. like almost like a currency and I can like do certain stuff. So like some guy had like, I could click the a dance up button for a certain amount of, of the lightning bolt. And that did something. I don't know what that does. I, <laughs> but like, I mean, it seems the interaction is more, like well, there's more things to do. Cause some so you people can, have, you can have, do stuff on Twitch though. <clears throat> well, some, no, but some people have like no interaction stuff at all and this guy had like a menu yeah in in Bixer where i was like what is this And it was like a mosaic of buttons i could do different things I was like what is going on here <laughs> uh all right moving on um so according to the esa microsoft sony and nintendo will start disclosing loot box odds this comes to us from kotaku and they're saying the entertainment so- uh, software association has announced that microsoft nintendo and sony will be required uh, to implement new policies requiring the disclosure of all loot box odds for games on their platform. I'm pleased to announce uh, this morning that Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony have indicated ESA indicated to ESA a commitment to new platform policies with respect to the use of paid loot boxes in games that are, that are developed for their platforms. Uh, specifically, this would apply to new games and game updates that add loot box features, and it, re- and it would require the disclosure of the relative rarity or probabilities of obtaining randomized virtual items in games that are available on their platforms. Uh, they also stated that major publishers like Activision Blizzard, Bandai Namco, uh, Bethesda, Bungie, Electronic Arts, Take-Two Interactive, Ubisoft, and Warner Bros. have also agreed to implement a similar disclosure, disclosure policy no later than the end of 2020. Is this a part of this Congress thing looking into loot boxes? Is this them behind closed doors being like, you need to do something or we're going we're gonna to act? Who? 
Remember they remember Congress or whatever was looking at. I don't think this is Congress. I think this is them trying to self police before Congress comes in and, and decides to police. Well, them. can't can't Congress meet with the, like not the, not all of Congress, but I don't really know how that would work. I don't work, think but, it's high on their priority list right now. Well, I have no idea what's going on down there, but like, what like could it could it been, have been like? I'm sure they have a person that could, from Congress that could have met with these big yes, big guys, yeah, like one person or a team or something, yeah, and they could have met with them and been like, "You guys got to do something." And Maybe. so they, now, they're, now they're, these this is one of their ideas because it kind of seems weird that they're all just like, "Yeah, okay, let's do it." You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But I think the pro- they, they probably think that the probability thing isn't going to damage sales of loot boxes because right now I already know it's super rare. To get the item I want out of a loot box, right? Now I've bought some. You know what I mean? What about what about odds are we talking about too? Like if for like Overwatch, for example, is it just it's not going to be the odds per item? It's going to be the odds per item type, like legendary or probably yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure what's going. to I don't know change. if it's an improvement. More information I, is always an improvement. I I was going to say it sounds like it would be an improvement, but I don't know what it improves. If that makes sense. Like what does it help? Um, it doesn't really help anything. Simply, simply um, transparency. Sure. Okay. That that's it. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it's going to affect sales. You know, someone's not going to be like, oh, only the five percent chance. Screw this. I, I would. Think, I think they're going to. I would say it might be that way. People go to casinos and gamble away their money. But there's, uh, is there a percent chance there? Yeah. There's a percent chance written I think, down I think somewhere. Sometimes. Well, I don't know if there's written down, but. So then it would be the same as loot boxes, though, right? You'd be like, oh, I could win this slot machine. But if someone told you it was a 0.02% chance... Everyone in there knows it's a super low chance. Sure. So just knowing the number, I don't think, is really going to affect people much. Right. People now know the calories on their on their food, here in, here in Canada, at least. Yeah. And that doesn't... I don't think that affects people's eating habits. I would say it helps people because there's there's a lot of guys who count the people who count are counting their calories, but but, but like the, I mean that, that that that's good. But the idea behind that is to say you only need two thousand calories a day or whatever it is, you know. So don't don't get this big old hamburger that's going to add six hundred calories, right? So you, it's, it's supposed to be a healthy thing where you start thinking more about how many calories you actually need, right? But I don't I think people are still just stuffing their faces. I'm sure there's a bunch that would do that, considering the fact that like <laughs> people were doing that before. Yes. Like like it takes a lot for people to change. All I'm saying is though that the showing the calories is was supposed to make people make healthier choices. Sure. And so I think they're gonna get the same results with the loot boxes, which is not much. I I think I think it's helping in both cases, actually. I, I think it would help in both cases. I think it would stir some people away from buying a loot box and I think it would stir some people away from a bigger hamburger. Really? I think so. Do you look at the calories? Not really. But I mean, <laughs> I mean that I'm a pretty I, I'm a pretty large dude in no, general. But e- so. Even I look at them and just like, oh man, that's a lot of calories, and I eat it anyway. I like the calories being there. Like if it was an, a, an ex, like a ridiculous amount, like if it was like 3,500, I'd be like, what in the hell? <laughs> yeah, like I'm not getting that. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I guess we'll see what uh, what happens. I don't know if they really release numbers like two on like loot boxes, so I don't know how we'll see what the results of this. You know what I mean? It's not like oh we well, sold we, would, we, we sold two million. Uh, we would boxes see them. Today. We would see them steer away from loot boxes. That's what we'll see. Like our next story here, Rocket League is ditching loot boxes. But that's a that's an older game. It was added late. They're weird. It's still a popular game. Yeah, but it's still an older game where what they weren't in there originally, and it's a smaller game too. It's not exactly. It it is going to be slowly losing players. I would assume, right? Is of its age, maybe. But anyway, but, again from Kotaku. Uh, Cyanix announced in a blog uh, a couple days ago that its car soccer game, Rocket League, will be leaving loot boxes behind in a, in a move aimed at creating the best possible experience for our players uh, all over the world. The change will happen sometime before the end of the year, with a new system coming in to replace the game's existing randomized lottery. Instead of earning loot boxes by playing and then having the option of purchasing keys to open them and see what's inside, Cyanix says the new system will show players exactly what they're buying up front. The studio compared the new system to changes that happened in Fortnite, Save the World, earlier this year. Is anyone paying attention to what happened in Fortnite, Save the World? No. I, <laughs> yeah, I was to say, I don't, remember, I don't remember any sort of announced change about that. Now, I know that the, the, um, the battle pass in Fortnite shows you what you get, and you then have to work to get there. Yeah. It also tells you approximately how many hours it'll take. Yeah. I think I prefer that system better 
than loot boxes, but I don't like that you pay up front, and then if you don't play, you then lose access to it. But I mean, that's the same with anything. If you buy a car and don't drive it, you wasted that money. If you buy no, a but, game and but don't the, play the it, you is, wasted the money. No, but the difference is I have that car. The difference is, is that you you had that battle pass. You're given <laughs> the battle pass. No, to me you're is gi- nothing. You're given you're given the f- the first tier rewards, your first five tier rewards. If it's the same as what it was back in the day, yeah. So therefore, you got you paid and you got something. No, but you paid. That's to, probably why they do that. You actually. paid to. Un- I'm just saying. I think it's a little weird to pay to unlock these challenges, and then they just disappear. Now I know that's to entice you to play the game, obviously. Right. Yeah. But it's just you're, you're handing over money, and then they're taking away. The thing is, like, though, if is it just if all I want is to do is just remain open until you complete it. No, I don't think that's. I don't think that's like I would like that. Yes, I as a consumer, I would like that. That's but all be, I'm speaking as. No, man. but because they <laughs> disclose everything, I wouldn't say it's greasy or anything. No, I, I agree. I wouldn't even say it's predatory because it, they say what's happening. No, I agree. That'd be like saying someone explains their scam and then you still get scammed. It's yes. like, well, that's you're that's stupid. No, but, I agree with that. Yeah, but I don't like it. But you don't like it. Yeah. But how badly do you want to get all those skins? Well, that's kind of the reason why you buy the battle pass. Yeah, but could you imagine all the other skins? Like, could you imagine like could you imagine having a backup in which you didn't play for four seasons, but you kept bl- kept buying all the uh, the battle passes? So now you just have like I don't know, like a hundred skins or something to get. That'd be insane. But then you just play through it and you unlock them. But the game also changes, so then some of those challenges can't be can't get done because it'd be like go to this place and that place isn't there anymore. So now you're now you're holding the game back. But no, it's just leveling up for the battle pass. You just had to get to like level fifty during that season or whatever, right? No. Hmm. You have to do challenges, which gives you battle stars. The battle stars go toward the battle pass. But don't you get just stars for playing? You get stars for leveling up. Yeah. You get five on your fives, ten on your tens, and twos on on the in betweens. You know what I mean by that? Like, yeah. Okay. Obviously, it's faster if you do the challenges. Yeah, but like. You would, I, if you get to level 100, I don't think that's enough to get the full battle pass because the battle pass is only 100 levels. Actually, it isn't enough. Okay, well, the, the there's are, daily challenges though. You could do, you could, you could argue that you could always do the daily challenges. They'd have to rework it some way if they, if, if it was the way I want it to be. Yes. Like, I quit doing the battle pass because of that reason that you're saying. But at the same time, it, I have so much, so many skins that like I don't care. You would you would have a lot at the end of the day, yeah. I I have so many that I'm Although not going to use them. Overwatch all. has a bunch of skins too, though. Yeah, but I don't care about those either. <laughs> like for the most part, the odd skin, sure. I but, play for the skins, man. Ugh, it's too much, man. Like it's see the thing is though is us playing that Gram event to get that one to get that one visual item. That was a gamble every single time. Eventually got it. That's fine. People who purchased the clean version in the Atomic Shop. You know, quote unquote, needed that that black chef's hat because that like completes their set. So they had to gamble for half of their set, mm-hmm. right? We had to gamble for everything, but I mean, it was all free essentially at the end of the day because we didn't buy the other thing. That's weird. But because we've invested more time in it, now I'm seeing items in the atomic shop that I'm interested in purchasing. So now, see, it's it, it's the same as anything else. It's just it's just a matter of it's just a matter of we put more time into it. Now I'm now I'm more into investing into it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the same thing as as a battle pass. Like it's very similar. I I, I just don't like that you pay for stuff that, that they then lock out and then disappear. That's all I'm saying. The atomic shop does it. I didn't pay for that stuff. It shows up. I can either buy it or not. And then but, it but if you, the stuff you buy, you bought that space suit. That's gonna go away eventually. Yeah, but so, I have it. But that's what the I no have. no. I paid for something. Yeah. I received that item. Yeah. Transaction complete. Yeah. The battle pass, I pay for something. Sure, they give me some stuff. But then they say, here's all the other stuff you unlocked, but you have to unlock it again by playing the game. And if you don't unlock it within this amount of time, it's then gone. But the game is free. Yeah. So it's how you pay for the game. That's fine. I, I'm just saying, I don't like the system. I, I will pay for the game in some way. Would, I just you, don't would, like... you, would you pay fifty nine ninety nine to get all the items? Yeah. You would pay fifty nine ninety nine I mean, to get all the items each season. They would make more. Oh, not each season, no. But they would make more money doing the way they're doing it now. Yes. Than if I was just buying whatever skin I wanted. The reason why I like I get annoyed by for, by by Fortnite and all these timed events and crap like that. I get annoyed by stuff like this. But but Fortnite to me is is the least predatory. 
it uses all the same methods, like you know, keeping you in there, making sure that I'm things are limited about time it being and stuff predatory. like that. It's just your preference. Yes, I'm just saying I don't. But isn't let, that isn't that because you think it's it's kind of kind of predatory? I don't think it's predatory. I'm just saying I, I think it's unfair that you pay. That's, that's, being unfair is kind of predatory. Not I don't think it because it's like you said they they list out what you were getting when you buy that battle pass. Yeah, I'm saying I don't like the product. Oh well, then don't buy it. Exactly. <laughs> I don't buy it. But I can still complain about the product yeah, even I if guess. I buy it or not. That's all I'm doing. Jesus. <laughs> all right. Moving on. Um, Moving on up. So I think we I think we had covered this, but back when Rockstar was uh, coming out with uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, a uh, story came out about how hard some of their employees were being pushed, um, especially in the later days of development. Um, and I think it was particularly with their game testers, as, as according to Kotaku here. Uh, but apparently Rockstar Lincoln was, like, a real bad place to work. Especially, Lincoln. Uh, it's a British studio there. With the head, the lion's share of testing for Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption. But the thing is, there were a bunch of contractors. And so that, I guess that means you can have, they don't have the same rights as, like, a full-time employee. That's right, yeah, generally. Right? And so I think it was those people who were being, like, overworked and stuff. So now... Um, in response, Rockstar has made a lot of them full-time employees, and I guess working conditions are getting better there. But like, I, I want to know, I want to know what they mean by bad working conditions. Like, if you, if they, like today, it was, well, it was like right the, now they're not, as far as we know, in crunch time for any project. Yeah, they haven't announced any other project that's coming out, so there's nothing in crunch time, at least for, again, as far as we know, because they usually announce it, and then there's a, actually a fair bit of time before it actually comes out. Well, we had talked about it was it was it was a thing where they were like, um. You're not required to do overtime. Right. But if you don't, you'll be fired. That was epic. But that was also at that Rockstar too, I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I, I, I thought at Rockstar they just didn't like you would be kind of looked down upon by your coworkers, but that's just a social thing. That's not Rockstar doing it. That's mm. a, I didn't know that you'd be fired at Rockstar. In any case, they were they were pushing their employees harder during crunch time. And I understand but, I mean, crunch it time is crunch is, time though. Crunch yes, but there's a limit. Limits a hundred hours a week. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what they're working now. All right. Like, the, the, there comes there comes a question where it's like, why don't you just hire more people? And then and then there comes a question of like, well, workers' rights. So the problem is, is that if you're trying to improve working conditions with workers' rights, which increases the cost per employee, then having those extra workers to offer the right of going home essentially is becomes less viable because you can't hire more people without investing more money. And then that's eating into your profit because it's not like people just think, well, just hire, hire a night shift. Right. Yeah. So you just one, one night, one day is one nights, whatever. But then we're talking about, well, well, employee, like employee, employee rights and stuff like that. So each employee is actually costing money, not only the salary, but the fact that they have a certain environment and whatever. So I don't know. I don't know what to feel. It, it it would definitely be a problem in my opinion if they're working like absolute crazy all the time. But if it was two weeks of hell, that's I think it's longer than every that, like though. seven years or something. I don't think that's too outrageous because it's like oh we had two heavy weeks and then that was it. So it's like okay, well I think it was much longer than two weeks. Crunch time? I have no idea. Yeah. All right. Well, even if it was a month, it was a month. Let's say maybe a few months. Maybe the last year of development. I don't think it'd be a year, in my opinion. It could be if you're a tester. I don't think it'd be a year, in my in my opinion. I don't work there. Though. No, but if they spend seven years developing it, yeah, uh, the last year being crunch time. But but is you'd be testing. You'd be testing throughout. Like you'd be you'd be testing throughout. So like stuff would be solved throughout the process. Yes, but come come crunch time when everyone's sending you a hundred different things to test. I have okay. I have one. I have one problem. One problem with this argument. And that is that I'm not saying I'm against workers' rights or anything, but what you know how like there was like that bot when this this controversy not this controversy when Red Dead first released Red Dead Two first released this controversy came out people were freaking out on Twitter and whatever, and they said like, remember then Rockstar released a statement clarifying saying like no a lot of the places weren't actually working all that crazily hours and it was the big bosses the big bosses of the project that were working the crazy hours there was one guy in particular they mentioned that worked like 100 hours mm. and people said well that's okay is that okay like why is it okay that he works 100 hours then oh but oh know. but he's rich though oh so he's rich so but, he's allowed to work 100 hours but that wasn't the like what kind of bullshit is that that wasn't the consensus of the overall community though 
But yes, people, you can point out the few people on Twitter who got who, who said it's okay for some rich guy to work. I would I would argue that the that the movement was was more for the worker and less for that executive guy. I would actually say that they they don't care about him. I I was I got that impression. It wasn't said to a directly. Extent, I got maybe. that impression to a lesser was, extent, maybe. But but they also have the higher up you are, the more control you have over your own hours, and the higher you're paid. But that okay. So if we paid that those people more, it's okay. Pay, pay them more per hour. It's okay that they are forced to work hundred hours. I don't know. See, in my opinion, and again, it was an impression I got. It wasn't said outright in most cases. An impression I got was that it was like, oh, well, the big guy worked hundred hours. Okay, but he can choose to do that. No, he can't. If there, if there, yes, no, he, he can. cannot. Yes, he can. If if that project's not going to be able to come out. If they have to delay Red Dead again because he didn't pull 100 hours, he would get fired. But then that's his mismanagement. He would get fired. Then he deserves it. If he, if he mismanaged the time, that's then, a, then that's that a is fault. A, wait, that is an outrageous statement no, what you not. just said there. If you're, if you're, so you want, wait, you want wait, the stop, employees man, to work less and the, and the executives to work more. No, the executive could work better if he actually managed the time properly. We're... Uh, uh, I disagree because the project is so large. How are you supposed to anticipate everything that's going to happen? You can't. So then how can you manage the time more properly? I don't know. People were still allowed to go home. It's not like they were like sleeping out as far as I know. It was camping out. Well, in the Epic case, they, they were uh, under threat of being fired. The Epic case is a constant ongoing thing. That I disagree with. It's where it's because it's because Fortnite is or was at that time when the story broke always in a, in a, in a state of crunch time. Whereas Red Dead is out of crunch because it's out, so then, then that's it. Like you know, full stop. That's mm-hmm. it. So like, I I'm just I'm just questioning. I'm questioning this because I think it's one sided. Okay, but if you think it's if you think it's okay that these people are being forced to work longer, I don't think why don't think are that. they why are they then trying to rectify that? No. I don't think it's okay necessarily. I'm saying that I would prefer it to be a fair judgment across the board. The, I the, don't the public, think it's... the public doesn't matter. What the public doesn't matter in this case. What do you mean? Their opinions on the on 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 the well, working environments this... doesn't necessarily matter. What matters are the workers. This could be a case of so don't don't take the biases of of the audience when when judging how the company should act. Well, that's why I said I, that's the impression I got. Yeah. Like I don't have like a, in writing. That's a, that's what happened. But I would say that this this could be a case of a manager needed the extra help, manager, executive, whatever sort of admin team needed the help. They have this amount of budget. They budget it out. They determine that contractors are the cheaper or are cheapest and they can work more or whatever the rights are. So they hire contractors. Rockstar, the top boys, don't know about it. All of a sudden, they find out, right, because of this controversy. And mm-hmm. they say, hey, we don't actually want that. And so they just hire them full time. Right. It could be something as simple as that, where it's like, oh, we didn't realize they were contractors. Let's hire them on. Because how many studios? Like, I didn't even know they had a studio in the UK. I think they're mainly a UK... Rockstar? Aren't they? I have no idea. Let's check that I out. never really thought of it, to be honest. I know there's a Rockstar Toronto. I think there was a Rockstar Vancouver or something. I believe there's one in America somewhere. But I never really thought of it. I just know they're massive. Okay, hang on. let me look them up here. What are you looking up? Like where the studios are? Yeah. I always thought that the main studio was in America. I didn't really think they had much in the UK. Is there have like do they have like a home office listed or something? Rockstar Games Inc. is an American video game publisher. There you go. Based in New York City. So Rockstar Games and then there's Rockstar Studios, I think. Yeah, because what else do they publish? Rockstar Canada, later renamed Rockstar Toronto. Yeah. So, like, the question, the question is, is regardless of, regardless of the question, I'm not saying that people should be worked to death or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. All I'm saying is, is, that, is that if it was two weeks of hell for a massive project that is arguably one of the better games out there, to me, that's acceptable. If we're getting up into if we're getting up to the point where it's like a year, I think that's unacceptable. If we're getting to the point where like people are having to sleep in the office, I think that's unacceptable. So they have Rockstar International, which is in London, Rockstar Leeds in Leeds, England, uh, Rockstar Lincoln, which is in Lincoln, England, Rockstar London, 
uh, Rockstar New England. Oh, that's in the U.S. Um, Rockstar North in Scotland. You see what I'm saying? So a like lot they, of their studios are in the UK. Okay, so they're more they're they're big over in Europe, kind of thing in the in, in Britain. Yeah. The thing is, though, at the end of the day, though, still, they still have a lot of staff and a lot of offices. So like things like things like a testing team mm-hmm. are going to slip through the cracks. Were the workers the one complaining, or was this an online outrage? I don't recall. Um, I'm trying to look up. Like, it was just people reading an article and being like, this is ridiculous, but the people were like, hey, it was voluntary overtime, and I did it because it was the last two weeks. Because if it's the last two weeks of a project, and they volunteered, and they got a big old payment. They were working mandatory, mandatory overtime for a year. But how much? I like, if it's an hour every day, then who cares? Uh, they're working frequent, frequently working uh, nights and weekends to the point they'd be working twelve hours a day without a break. See, like that, I don't agree with. See, like that, I'm not. not Rockstar confirmed with. these things did happen. Okay, well then that I'm not on board with. See, I I was a part of the Twitter flurry, where I just saw, I kind of saw all the Twitter yeah. stuff and was like, well, this is like all like gunked up. See, is the problem with my biggest problem with Twitter is it makes it sound like everything is ten times worse than it is. Yeah, because people were freaking out. I was like, I don't think it's that bad. Because like employees would be quitting and saying, hey. Like we need to, you know, we need, like this is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Although I will say, like a lot of tech companies in general, yes, but we're do trying get, do get a bad, not a bad work environment, but they get a lot of they get a bad amount of hours, a lot of hours. Yes, but we're say. we're trying to make those environments better, though. Just because it's a, a norm in the industry doesn't mean it should be the norm. No, I no, I agree. So. I I with the actual facts you just said there, I disagree with those conditions. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Rockstar is also experimenting with flex time. Uh, allowing workers to shift when they do their assigned work hours. So anyway, at least they're trying to fix it. Shift what? The, when they do their assigned work hours. So they said, let's say they you got to do eight hours of work on this yeah. this week or whatever. They can choose when to do it, I guess, within that week or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, now, with all that aside, uh, Take-Two had posted $299 million of profit thanks to GTA Online and Red Dead Redemption Online in-game spending. This comes to us from the Hollywood Reporter. I honestly thought it'd be more than that. Three hundred million? I thought it'd be more than that. That's more than most games make. I think. For some reason, I thought it'd be closer <laughs> to five hundred. That's just off of their online services, not even the sale of the game. Yeah, I guess that's very true because they, you have to pay for those games. Yeah. Um, and I think I think GTA is I think is the or GTA Five is the single best selling piece of entertainment in in history. Makes sense. That's nuts. And it's still making them tons of money. It's still always showing up as like one of the best-selling games, like every month, which it, is it's, it's still, insane. It still takes Twitch top I spot bought sometimes. It the other week on freaking PC. Damn it! Crazy. I was playing it the other day. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you were. Yeah. The casino. The diamond. I played, I played it like a couple days ago, though. Like even after that, like I was playing it then. Uh, the majority of the revenue over the period was generated by recurring consumer spending. It's a good question as to who, if everyone's being overworked or like that, that's the, again, that's the Twitter impression I get in general. Not, <laughs> this isn't, this is outside of the Rockstar case now. Mm-hmm. But like if, if everyone's being overworked and just in general across all industries as a general um, statement. Okay. I'm talking about in general. Like, like I hear a lot of complaining about people and across all industries saying they get, they work too much. If that's the case, they're spending a hell of a lot of money in these games and play, spending a lot of time in these games. It's weird. Like I'm wondering, see the problem with you're right here, and this is what I'm. This is the kind of the point I guess I'm trying to make is that Twitter gives an impression that <coughs> doesn't always line up correctly. Like yeah. someone could be complaining, I work too much. Then if you saw their work schedule, it's like they had four days off that week. It's like what? What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. So, but because you're getting someone's words, like you're you're almost like eavesdropping on a conversation, right? And I think that's the problem. Because yeah. like I'll complain and like pump something up, but it took me like an hour. You know what I mean? Right. And that, that's why I think I hate it when the news covers Twitter because there'll be some controversy in the news, right? And it's a valid controversy, let's say. Right? Or maybe no no, it's not a valid controversy. Let's just say it's something that like someone got misinterpreted in what they said. They apologized for it, and that would be it. Right? But Twitter makes it sound like when you see when you read someone's tweet complaining about that controversy. Yeah. When you read it, you instantly get the impression, oh my God, this person thinks that that's, that's the worst thing that's ever happened in the world. Yes, yeah. And they will go until their dying day to, to yell and scream about it. Yes. That's my first impression when I see someone complaining on Twitter. 
And it's wrong because that person goes on on their day and doesn't think about it again. They sent the tweet. Yeah. And then they go get a coffee and they talk with their friends and laugh and hang out. Yeah. But my impression is like they're, they're, they're fuming. They're, 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 they're in their they're room freaking fuming out. about it. And it's not true. And so Twitter is just this big facade of anger. You know, well, it's because you're getting that one off where I'll be yeah. like, I'll be like, man, I'm getting screwed over at work. Like I could be talking to you guys, man, I'm getting screwed over work. And then I'll say on Monday, I had trouble for two hours. But the tweet was, man, I'm getting screwed over at work. Right. Full stop. That's all the all you get. You don't get any context. Right. You don't get any tone because I didn't say it. Right. Right. I just typed it. And so and the thing is, is because it's like that. I belittle issues when I read them on Twitter because I'm because I always think like, oh, this is too extreme. Mm-hmm. I'm going to knock it down. And then sometimes I knock it down too much. Yeah. This is why on social media, I don't tend to follow people as much as I do companies. Uh, because it's the maybe. people, because the companies are just putting out their normal PR stuff. Same stuff you see on the newspaper or on TV ads. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just PR stuff, just promoting their businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But people are the ones who sensationalize things, you know? And so I, I don't follow them as much. They still show up because Twitter wants me to read their damn things. Well, they also reply and stuff like that if you click into a tweet. Yeah. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with people, like, tweeting out and stuff like that. I just think that... Uh, I don't want this to get political. Like, I, I feel like I feel like it... The, prob- the problem is, is we're getting too many voices heard. Mm-hmm. And everyone always says, like, everyone has a voice. Okay, that's nice. But, like, if I was thinking to myself, man, I need to buy a new USB stick. I don't go to a forum of America... <laughs> And then compare it to the Forum of Canada and mm-hmm. all of like South America and whatever other continents. Like you know what I mean? I'm, I just kind of go like, oh, I know a guy who works at Best Buy. I'll ask yeah. him. You yeah. know what I mean? I ask one person, but like when you go to Twitter, you kind of like about a different thing. You're getting like this maso- like this mosaic mm-hmm. of, and it skews. Like if I, if you were super popular on Twitter and you posted that question, you were super like you had a lot of engagement the whole bit. And you posted that question. I'm going to buy a USB stick. You get like 500 answers. Oh yeah, yeah. and it'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. And then, and then if you bought the one, people be like, "You're an idiot for buying that one." It's like it's a freaking USB stick, man. Yeah, and um, I mean, people might have different views on this, but before social media, we used to have authorities on things that you would then believe. Yeah, and those people were generally they they rose to the top because what they believed was correct in some yeah. way or form to a, to a certain amount of people. Who also agreed. But now when you have a million people who all think they're the authority, then you get into that arguing and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Whereas before, if you were like, I want to buy a USB stick. And the guy who's like the PC guy, you he, you know you know he knows his like stuff. Like he's on he's on PCgamer.com. He says, something. use this USB stick. Yeah. We'd all go buy that USB stick. Yep. Or something similar or whatever. Yeah, you, and you would take and his it, advice. And, and it felt like life was simpler when you had a few authority figures. You know, rather than a, a billion. It's a good question because it's kind of like almost lends itself into loot boxes and microtransactions to an extent. Because the loud majority, if you were to just take the social media speaking of it on on it, no one says, "Hey, I bought all this crap on on microtransactions." Most of the tweets and stuff I see on microtransactions are people actually complaining about it. So. If you were to take just the social media, the just the social media opinion from other people, I would actually say that you would think, oh man, like microtransactions are in every game for some reason, but they're not selling. Mm-hmm. But they are selling, right? Which is the weird thing. But the but like I would say that the social media is is steering makes it look like it's the other way, which right. is which is strange. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, internet might end up being a a worse thing than it was <laughs> a good thing in the world. Too many people in the kitchen is yeah. what, is what yeah. this is. It's too many. It's too, too much. Many cooks. Too many cooks. It's scary. I don't like that. That that music video <laughs> scared the hell out of me. I can't. I can't. It scarred it. me. Yeah. yeah it's, it it's hurts. Pretty messed up. All right. Thanks for uh, listening on your favorite favorite uh, podcast service. Well, I want to know whether we're gonna stream on Mixer. Like I, I said, I, we're, I don't know what to do. Like we're said, we're we're still at the starting line of yeah. streaming. Well, I was gonna say, why don't we stream to YouTube? You could do that too. I, I'm fine with that too. I think Mixer allows you to stream to both. If that's the case, let's do that. Because we have OBS now. Yeah. Well, look for uh, we'll tweet it out what we're on. So yeah, follow us on the Twitter. As <laughs> after we I like how, done. I like how this was like like Ninja Switches, and then we're <laughs> comparing it almost to like us. 
like man <laughs> man should we be changing a mixture it's like like one dude's like who i was watching one streamer and they uh in like their description it said like they're moving and everyone thought they're moving to mixer but it was just they're moving houses <laughs> <laughs> damn it see it's yeah. damn social media again yeah, yeah. Rick. All right, uh, yeah. So just uh, keep an eye out on our on our Twitter page, and uh, we'll let you know where we're streaming next Wednesday. Hell yeah! See ya. Peace.